Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Crack Brain Podcast. Uh, before we get started with this week's episode, uh, of course, if you guys are looking for more things to watch, uh, definitely go over to the Cracked Brain YouTube channel. Uh, as I record this, it's Tuesday, um, but you guys will hear this over on Wednesday. Um, we just released a new, kind of like a new concept of some gaming that we want to try to do. Um, so a little bit more campaign based. Definitely go and check that out. Uh, we're starting off with XCOM 2, um, and for the next couple of weeks, you guys will kind of see the what, what we're trying to go and do with that. So we're having a whole lot of fun. Hopefully you guys kind of like that too. It's almost like a, a little mini podcast with gaming. So, you know, like I said, hopefully you guys like that. Go and check it out and uh, let us know what you think, especially over in the comments. Uh, that's going to be basically about it for any updates, like I said, kind of with everything going on. Um, we're, we're trying to hone in on everything that we have been doing and hopefully getting you guys out some, uh, some more things that you'll enjoy. So hopefully once all this is done with, we'll, we'll have a lot more for you guys and, uh, and, and we'll, we'll kind of keep on going ahead. Okay. So with this particular, uh, episode of the crack brain podcast, uh, we decided since of course, everything that's going on with the coronavirus and it's not too safe to just uh, kind of all meet up in one spot so we took our hand over at a remote uh, remote recording this particular episode so uh, on this one you've got Brandon you've got Ray and you've got Ethan and uh, you know we, we were pretty good on on using most of uh, most of the uh, most of the programs but of course this is kind of our first run through with with this many people kind of doing it so you know we we will be getting better especially since this might be what we do as what everyone has said for the foreseeable future um so hopefully you guys stick around for this uh we've we've got some uh some other ideas on some future podcasts that we will be implementing as well and uh yeah we're just always trying to go and have some fun so let's get into episode 175 our remote podcast of the crack brain podcast hey guys welcome to this episode of the crack brain podcast we are at 175 a buck 75 i am uh your host brandon uh stefan is not in this actual episode we are doing this remotely um no stefan no no stefan so but i've got a couple guests here with me who do we got ray no one (laughs) or gamma rays yeah, you got you get your host Ethan right here because I'm now taking over this podcast. Step aside, Brandon. <laughs> oh, step aside. Okay, let's do that. Kidding, it's it, like it's that. funny how you said nobody. Um, I was in Friday. I was behind this blacked, unmarked van, and guess what the license plate was? What? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like this oh, black God. marked unmarked van and i was like what the hell is going on and then carly thought i was like oh it could be like a funeral service no um, it's a creeper van <laughs> yeah it was the creeper van oh yeah and i was like what the heck i have a picture of it maybe i'll send it I'll put it in the group chat and it's just it was the craziest thing just driving driving home from work but uh, yeah, nothing speaking of work, creepy about that at all. Yeah, nothing creepy. Like speaking of work, I'm I'm still working crazy busy among this uh, COVID nineteen. Um, yeah, so it's like I'm you know I I work at an appliance business and mm-hmm. people have nonstop wanted their laundry, their refrigerators, and freezers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like they're kind of panic buying. Um, I don't know how this has been affecting your guys' jobs. Uh, I have been incredibly busy. So I work for a basically cloud program, and it does screenshotting, video recording, and gift creation. And ever since this whole, like, schools have gone remote, businesses have gone remote, our service has fucking boomed, and I have been working nonstop because of it. But thankfully... I can work remote, so it makes my life mm-hmm. so much easier. Yeah, it's not to mention it's like the the internet lagged for you at all doing that. Uh, you know, actually, there has been a lot of hiccups um, between our service just being like, there's just been so much going on 
where we'll be like, you know, eight o'clock in the morning and everybody decides to upload stuff at the same time. And then our service just goes down for a minute. And people are like, where's my stuff? I can't get any of my stuff. And we're like, well, sorry, gonna have to like just deal with it and re-record shit. But yeah, it's oh, other than that. I mean, Internet's been iffy. I know with games, especially playing video games has just been a nightmare because anything online, anything with servers, just nothing it's just been failing left and right yeah well luckily we haven't had the internet fail on us because you know we're 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 recording online um (laughs) (laughs) luckily that hasn't gone all of a sudden done a hiccup yet Mm -hmm. and then ray what about you uh i mean it's basically remote i mean i'm i kind of do a little bit of mini jobs to try to earn some income i mean i do get a little bit of funding for school which helps covers school but it's all online now so that has been a little difficult but as far as job wise i twitch is kind of my bigger one And that has been a little difficult because ever since everybody's gone basically online, everybody wants to do Twitch. So either newcomers are overloading their servers, which Twitch has had to try to compensate for it. Mm -hmm. So there was one time that I wasn't even able to get on because of that. Their servers were completely down. It was on their end. Um, but as far as other times, either I have bad internet, like it, the other day it wouldn't even go live, even though it said I was live. I've had several hiccups as far as trying to play games on stream. I mean, it also doesn't help that my puppy ate through my Ethernet cable the other day. So that has been oh. fun. And I don't know how it's going to go for uh, streaming thereafter. The other day I was able to do an art streaming, which was fine. But I, I don't know. It, it's kind of just weird. I noticed that there's a lot more traffic on the platform. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've I've noticed it's just been a nightmare, like especially with me trying to start it up lately. This was basically the worst time to try to start up streaming because, like you said, getting in some days has just been a nightmare. Mm -hmm. And then other times, like it's just normally when people start up, they'll at least get like one or two people in. Mm -hmm. I've had none, no viewers on a couple of streams, and there is nothing worse than that. It's just like. Someone just came up and is like, see those nuts you have? Kicks them. Kicks them so fucking hard. <laughs> and then I just hate life. I can't say, like, usually, like, I try and watch your guys' streams, but uh, lately I've been so tired. I've been going to bed at, like, 8. Um, That's fair. So I was like, you know, yeah. I was like, and then I get notifications <laughs> that you guys are on. I'm like, oh, I want to watch. Uh, but, yeah, definitely. is like everyone is trying to you know, sell themselves online. I'm going to be trying to do something different. I'm not going to be doing any video streaming like you guys are. Um, but you know, that's, that's crazy difficult is like when you don't have the internet and the, the platform is just being flooded with content creators. Um, yep. that's the same thing with YouTube. Like we've had a YouTube channel mm-hmm. for, I don't know, well, probably almost three years now. And trying to get you know your viewership or getting your content out there is pretty difficult right now so you know for you (laughs) you guys listening to us on the podcast you know uh go ahead and you know listen to that anchor fm or anchor (laughs) spotify (laughs) itunes um yeah see like it's it's been nuts with everything because not only with you know all these internet sites and everything like that just being overloaded with people who you know have never even touched these services and now who are stuck at home and like okay i need something need some kind of entertainment or something to do but it's also just the fact of like doing anything outside doing anything like in real life circumstances is so hard right now i mean just 
getting out to go get a haircut for the last month has been impossible because every single barbershop is basically closed down right now. Oh, I haven't. Um, I, haven't I do have one month now. <laughs> I think I do. My old stylist is doing haircuts. Uh, she used to work at sports clips, so she does men's haircuts pretty well. I think mm-hmm. she'll only charge like 10 bucks or something. Um, she lives up here in Bountiful. I can, if you still want a haircut, I can probably get <laughs> in contact with her. If well, I, that's the thing. Like, I don't even know if I can leave right now because of this whole lockdown scenario that's going down in Salt Lake right now. Yeah. So don't feel like city. The city of Salt Lake has so so Governor Herbert on Friday, uh, instead of doing like a stay at home or a lockdown thing or shelter in place, he just said, uh, well, he said, stay safe, stay at home kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is just recommending and just, you know, touch people with elbows, which I, I was like going just we're supposed to cough in our elbows and sneeze in our elbows. <laughs> yeah. Why would I be touching my elbow with someone else? Yep. Um, exactly. I know. Right. And he's like, we're all having a, he's like, he, we all have to make our sacrifices. I usually have dinner with my family every, every Sunday. And now we can't do it. <laughs> yep. And it's like, you know, he did a few, few restrictions, which I was happy about, which was the airport one. They're going to be yep. very, so very much, um, only letting ticketed occupants into the airport. So if you're here to pick up um, family members or something, uh, they won't let you inside. So you have to stay in your car until they come out. Um, Just because of the situation that happened last week. And Mm -hmm. then the state parks, if they will only allow you in the state park, if you are from that County. Yep. Oh, wow. so, yeah, that was a big thing, because I guess uh, last weekend, Antelope Island had about. Yeah, it was nuts. Three, it was a three hour. No, no, it was a long time. It, the, the line to get into Antelope Island was three miles long. Yep. Ooh. So I don't know how long it took to get in, but, you know, they said there's plenty of room, but definitely it was too much. So that was the thing. Um, but with Salt Lake, um, the mayor of Salt Lake was first outspoken that she wants to have a shelter in place, mm-hmm. not shelter in place. Um, what's the word I'm looking at? Stay at home. Yeah, but a lockdown stay at home directive thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, going on that being a class B misdemeanor. If you're caught um, not being an essential employee. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yep. and lots so. of businesses have been given handing out to their employees saying that they're essential business. Yeah. Um, so, so along along with that class B misdemeanor, it's a thousand dollar fine and up to six months in prison. And along with that, not only do you have the imprisonment and the charges, but it's you can only go out for essential things. So you still can go outside for stuff. And she has explicitly said this. You can travel outside if it's for, you know, needing to go to the store or for work if you are an essential person. Um, you can go outside and walk around if you need to, and you can go to local parks. It is allowed, but local parks are going to be shutting down things like playgrounds and gathering areas like that. So you can only go to them. You can't gather. If you were caught within six feet of someone that is not a household member, that will give you that class B misdemeanor. And not only that, but they're like, Basically, they're, I heard that they're going to try to start setting up checkpoints, too, on highways and everything like that. So oh, basically, highway, really highways. Yeah. From from what I've heard, they're going to start setting up checkpoints, basically high traffic areas. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a pass, they're going to tell you to turn around because you shouldn't oh. be on a highway unless you are going to be, you know, going to an essential place like your work. But that's not the interstate, just the highway. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like it's just nuts because this morning I was out and I I heard just sirens everywhere. So they're absolutely enforcing this pretty hard. And not only that, I saw a police drone flying around, too. And the only reason I knew it was a police drone is it because it said police right on the side. of Well, how do you know it wasn't someone's homemade and they wrote police on it? Because it's one of the super expensive, uh, what oh. are they called? It's one of the like super high end expensive ones. So is it like Terminator? 
happening. <laughs> <laughs> like that's Basically. the only thing I can imagine is like they they're gonna have or like RoboCop. Okay, yeah, is yeah. like go back to your homes, blah blah, disperse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I I can only imagine what they're gonna be doing with it. But it like it sat right above me the whole time I was outside, and I was just walking my dog. Like it was obvious I was just outside walking my dog. I was still in shorts. It looked like I had just woke up. And I, like just walking my dog right outside the house and it just would not move. It was sitting right above me. Well, you guys got enough toilet paper, right? Yeah. Oh, thankfully. I don't thankfully. need to bring you down or, uh, some rolls. No, I, I, I was smart about this and about, you know, end of January when this was actually starting to hit some news, I went and stocked up. I was like, this is just going to be a nightmare. I know it's going to be a nightmare. Everybody who thinks otherwise is going to hate later when they decided not to do things. So I went and got my toilet paper, my food, all that fun stuff, all stocked up. And now I'm just, you know, rolling in money. If I wanted to sell it, I just rolling in money. Hey, that's a (laughs) uh, federal fence. So price gouging is a federal fence. It is. But, you know, it doesn't help that there are main retailers also price gouging right now. Yeah, I I bought... It's because of their key phrasing on how they raised the price. But I bought yeah. a 30-pack of Charmin. And it's the Mega Rolls. So they're big rolls. But I bought it for 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. I was like, geez, I've yeah. never spent so much on toilet paper. But like, like we, I always have a nice stock. But like when everyone was out freaking out on the uh, toilet paper, I went and bought a bidet. Mm-hmm. And the prices of those have shot up. Yep. Um, like everything. Even like like going back to like the whole twitch being flooded i forgot to mention this the webcams uh oh price absolutely went up. yeah so like like normally is like my my good webcam we use for the podcast so that's at stefan's so i had mm-hmm. to root around and dig for my old one and i was like oh i could probably just buy another one that i had for you know at stefan's but it's like tripled in price mm-hmm. no so, it's it's nuts because everybody a lot of companies are absolutely getting into the money side of all of this. And I have to say, game companies are doing an amazing thing right now. They're all putting every single one of their games on sale. Uh, Ubisoft last week had a like 70% off sale on everything. And then, uh, what is it, Avalanche Studio just did one uh, this week. It was like every single one of their games were at least 75% off. It was nuts. But it's like yeah. all these game companies have been either releasing stuff for free or just putting out a bunch of stuff at like really high discounts, which yeah. is nice because video games are going to become such a key thing right now. Yeah, even, like, go ahead. even Steam had a online festival. It was their spring online festival promoting indie games or stuff that was in early access, but it was mostly from small developers. And they had everything either for free, uh, demo promotion, where the game devs were actually playing their games on stream where you could watch them play it. Mm-hmm. But it was all centralized in one location on Steam. And then they also had a bunch of sales on games that were coming out or already out. So it was a nice little four-day thing that they held it at you know, peak time where everybody's getting basically shoved inside, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, their their demand just skyrocketed. So, you know, it was like, oh, and they realized that they're, you know, a lot of their customers are not going to be able to pay a full price. So do half price and you'll be making even more money. So yeah. it's a very smart move, um, yeah. even with the the movie theater or not movie theaters, but like movie production company Universal mm-hmm. is doing a, a subscription service. I want to say, oh, you know, really? for their new movies, yeah. like they just they're just going straight to streaming. That's nice. Um, That's smart of them, honestly, because let's be honest, how many people really go to movie theaters anymore anyway? But now it's just impossible. Like you, you can't even get to any places like that because of all the uh, social distancing fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of social distancing, so I went to Lowe's today um, because I was repairing my shower, and I'm in mm-hmm. line, and like they've got it all marked, you know, six feet, stay away, blah blah, blah and they're doing the announcements, and like I'm sitting here again, and they've got 
a thing now like a uh, plexiglass. So they have it in the grocery stores. They have a yep. big plexiglass between you and the cashier. And um, I'm here and the guy behind me just gets right behind me. And I just turn around. I'm like, can you back away, dude? Jeez. And it's like, it was, you know, he was probably in his fifties. So it's not like, you know, some Jesus. punk kid, you know, not caring. It was like someone that could be at risk. Yeah. Um, like at a higher risk and i was just like dude <laughs> seriously i thought that, that was the that's the sad thing. thing is like people don't understand that even if you're not showing symptoms you don't show symptoms for two weeks when you can spread mm-hmm. the disease that's the like highest risk area for spreading the disease too that's when you should be distancing you should just assume that you have it and that everybody else around you has it and that you need to keep that distance. That's the whole point behind all of that. It's not yeah. one of those things that when you start getting symptoms, you should start backing off and being careful. You should do it now. Mm-hmm. At Kohl's the other day, I was there to get some uh, cosplay stuff. And they were having everything 40% off. So I was, you know, taking advantage a little bit. And I got a really nice sewing machine for about $400 off, but it was, yeah, it was kind of insane. I kind of jumped on that, but standing in line, they actually had a tape on the floor to mark X's of six feet apart. And everybody was following that, but it made the line immensely long. And even when you're on that mark, your grocery cart kind of takes over quite a bit of it. And I was actually carrying uh, one grocery cart plus a extra bag for the, I got a sewing machine and I bought a, I was getting a sewing machine bag holder for everything that I've really, really wanted and it was marked half off. So I was carrying that, but my whole space took up the, the probably three feet from each side of the X mark. So the person standing behind me was actually about maybe three feet from me. And I was trying to stay on that line as best as, or the little X as best as I could. But they should have maybe put him back further. But I thought it was actually kind of cool that people were respecting the lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. And that's another thing is we don't know who's all highly susceptible, mm-hmm. who's yep. got um, health issues to begin with pre-existing health issues so it's like one of the things we need we should definitely be respecting each other mm-hmm. um like well, we just like, don't know if, if they have asthma or something yeah. like that there's and it's just sad because there are so many people who like you said you you never know from first looks if they're you know susceptible to anything like that or any immunodeficiencies or anything like that because like i don't look like i would but i do There's actually this woman down in Texas who's been having a huge issue with it. They will not give her any testing because she's not showing symptoms yet. But she has like a highly or a highly bad like immune system. Mm -hmm. And she's been around people who have it. And she's like, I need to get tested because if I have this, I need to start doing things for it now. Yeah, They will not test her. And it's one of the sad things like you'd never know that she has anything like this just from looking at her. She's like in her mid twenties. She looks completely healthy. Nothing looks wrong with her, but basically if she gets like the common cold, she could die. So it's one of those things like she has to be super careful and she's actually trying to push. She's a got a change.org thing, trying to like push for better testing and everything. Like they said that they were going to have a month ago, but (laughs) Well, yeah, I think nuts. the biggest thing is like you've heard a lot about people that have all the symptoms, but they won't get tested because they're, you know, in their 20s. Mm-hmm. Yep. The biggest thing is what I believe is that they just don't have the supplies to test. So they have to prioritize. And unfortunately, a lot of the prioritization is the people with money. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so, it's but. it's just really unfortunate because like if you look at the numbers that South Korea has, 
Not only did they make facilities just to start production, they had other manufacturing plants start doing production of the testing kit. But they literally will walk around the streets and just start asking people, when was the last time you got tested? When was the last time you got tested? And if it was too long ago, they'll test you right there. Get your results back in four hours. And they've been doing 10,000 people every single day. At least 10,000 people. And their number justification is pretty high because their population is not even close to what ours is countrywide. So doing 10,000 people a day is actually a pretty big percentage of the people there. We are just now getting close to getting 10,000 people a day. We're still not there, but we're close. Well, we just and, reached. Yeah, we just reached over 100 100k confirmed. Yeah. So that's like that's one of the big things is we're only testing about 10,000 people a day countrywide and our population is huge. We're only hitting a small amount of people every day. And the issue there is the numbers that we're seeing are probably lower than what they actually are. Because if we were to actually go out and test every single person, that percentage number or that like those actual numbers are probably a lot higher because we're just not testing enough people. There are a lot of people who probably need the test or that should be tested and can't because we just don't have enough testing kits. Yeah. Is this test... um... Is this the one where they they just shove it all the way up your nose and it goes all the way through your throat? Is that the how they yeah. do this test? Yeah, so, so the test, um, the main version of the test, there is another version that does a uh, back of the throat swab. But this the easiest way to do it and the simplest way is just back of the nose and they just swab the back of the nose. They do an RNA test for it. So basically, since it's a virus, what it does is it spits out a little stream of RNA that alters your cell's DNA to start producing more of it. It's how viruses work. Mm-hmm. And they just do a simple RNA test. And if they come back with any positive results for that strain of the coronavirus, which there are two now, which is the sad part because you can be infected twice. But if yeah. it comes back for positive on either of those, then it is a positive. It used to be, so how they do it is you have to be tested twice. It used to be that if you did not test positive for both of those, then it was a false positive and you were not declared to have the uh, have the disease, have the virus at all. Now, that means that if you had a positive test and then a negative test, it was just considered a false positive. Now, if either of those become positive, then you are positive for the test, which is how it should be. It's it's better to lean towards the safe side and assume that you have it than to lean towards the, oh, I don't have it and actually be sick and spread it more. Yeah. So they're, they're being a lot smarter with it, I have to say. And the fact they're actually doing drive-through testing and everything now, and they're getting better testing in some places. I got to say New yeah. York is New York's been doing some of the greatest work I've seen so far. The only reason their numbers are so high in their volume of showing everything is because their testing numbers are 90% of the tests done in the US or something. It's like, I think it's closer to 70%, but they're doing most of the testing in the US and they're trying to ramp up more testing. All of the local manufacturing plants in New York, if they can switch to making those tests, then they are. And it's not one of those things where you can deny the test or like, nope, if you have any signs of it whatsoever, if you've been around someone who's been infected, you get tested, you go on quarantine till you get the results, and their results are actually coming back within those four hours. Most places oh, so are taking it's about four two hours days. now. Didn't you see? Yeah, oh. it took days. You see, nope. right? No, the, the test has always been the longest it was at any point was eight hours, which, you know, would be a day because getting it to a plant and everything. The thing is, they can wow. do this test on facility anywhere. The oh, uh, CDC has just been blocking people from actually being able to do the test anywhere the cdc just recently opened it up to state testing it's only been okay. about two weeks that they've allowed it because before you had to send it off to the cdc to get the testing okay that's well, why i guess like yeah. the u has been pretty busy lately mm-hmm. absolutely i mean utah's up to like I think we're up to like 400 something people. In no, we, we uh, are just over 600 as oh. of yesterday or t- early today. 
Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, because I checked the numbers yesterday, and we were at like 400-something. Yeah, we're still at two deaths. So 602. Yeah. Uh, we're still at two deaths, and like the second person to die um, had horrible, horrible pre pre uh existing conditions um yeah so which is still pretty sad but like you know the death didn't attack just a normal um normal healthy 20 year old this was Mm -hmm. a person that was you know had immune deficiencies um the first death was just a few blocks away from me so that kind of like really set me off last weekend i was like really anxious yeah that's not fun whatsoever (laughs) <laughs> yeah. no and then there's another aftershock that happened then really rattled me and i was like no <laughs> i know between utah not only having all of this kind of ramping up right away and then the earthquakes not fun whatsoever then it snowed but that wasn't a big snowstorm <laughs> yeah it was just a little bit oh that was another thing too i lost my bird too my bird flew away what I, yeah i was i was i was coming home and usually he just sits on my shoulder, just being all mellow. And he mm-hmm. flew up onto the roof. And then he flew like a couple houses down and I was losing oh my, my shit. Oh, my God. Uh, I found him. <laughs> oh, you guys, good. But like, that's the first time like he's ever taken flight. And now he's trying to fly and he's got no wings uh, or no, no <laughs> wing, uh, flight feathers. I a lot say. of gliding, yeah. though. No, not even that. It just uh, it was like a, a stone. <laughs> like, boom, boom. Why isn't this sound working? <laughs> Pretty much, and that 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 really freaked me out at the beginning of the week. Things have calmed down, Jeez. luckily, because yeah, it was like that. And then the stress of like how many people were coming to pick up freezers last week. Yeah, um, I could see that. But I, I do want to say, like, I think someone else got a, a pet though. Yeah, Ray, would you like to uh, tell us about your new pet? Yeah, I've got a new little puppy. She is four months old. Her name is San from Princess Mononoke. And... Mononoke? Yeah, Mononoke. Mononoke. I, I can't say it. Mononoke you know, probably rolling in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are, are you, you liking this editing Stephane here, Stefan? Oh, no, Stefan's not dead. Yeah. Well, you mentioned well, rolling I mean, in his grave. Yeah, he's probably rolling in his grave because of the pronunciation <laughs> on that. Him. As, know, soon as, he, as soon as he <laughs> listens to it, he'll die and then roll. Yep. <laughs> and come back to uh, finish some editing or whatever. Um, yeah, so, uh, Princess Mononoke is my first and favorite all-time anime I ever had, and she, I got her from the shelter, and she was actually on the streets, nobody knows if she had a former family, and you could kind of tell that she's, she's kind of been out there for a while, so... I thought it was kind of a little wild child and that name kind of came out. Um, She was also. That's super fitting for someone who's been out on the wild for a minute and is now just starting to be domesticated. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Remember your house times. Remember your house times. (laughs) She's, um, uh, Australian Shepherd cattle mix, so they don't actually know what she is, but she can be mistaken for a husky because she's got the cute little ears up, she's got a little bushy tail, and she's got a beautiful, beautiful coat. I was taking her around the block the other day, and some dude came up um, asking if it was a husky because he had a couple at home, and they the dog kinda... looks nothing like a husky. <laughs> I think she kind of resembles a little bit of a husky. She looks like the most purebred of cattle dogs I have ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, no, I I have no idea where the hell they're getting husky from. But yeah, she seems like a super cute dog. Gotta say, say, hopefully it doesn't shed like a husky. No, thank God. no. No, cattle dogs, thankfully, don't shed too much. They have like really soft coats that stay pretty long so mm-hmm. 
Don't confuse it for a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. She, she's too, uh, she doesn't really like to sit still much. Yeah, so she's still got that little puppy energy. And now that she's getting more comfortable at home, she's starting to be more playful and... And rambunctious. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate side oh, of all good. the playfulness. Make sure you always have chew toys. Oh yeah, I got. I went to the uh, your cables don't get chewed on again. Yeah, (laughs) I went to PetSmart and got a few different little toys that I thought she would like. And the receptionist actually, she said that she had a very similar looking dog, and she was advising me on some treats and some toys, and they seem to have paid off because my little pup absolutely loves this little rubber ducky. She's chewed it very thoroughly. (laughs) And uh, the squeaker's gone. I washed it last night for her, and as soon as I gave it to her this morning, she was all over it, throwing it up in the air, going to go catch it. That's so cute. Yeah, she's adorable, and the reason I wanted to get her during the stressful time was because of the stress, for one, and two, because I wasn't expecting us to actually be on, like, lockdown per se. I was hoping to get her with other puppies, but I also wanted to be able to raise her for also protection because we're in such a crazy time. I mean, there's looting going on. There's raiding and looting going on. Can't remember what state or what country, but one of my friends was telling me about what was going on on their end, and it was just pretty nuts. And yeah. so I'm a little, little freaked out. It's yeah. uh, it's getting pretty nuts. I know China's mm. been having a lot of that, and every time a video goes up on it, it gets taken down like immediately. Yeah, they or want to control ev- to control yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, going yeah, back. No. Oh, go ahead. Uh, going back to the virus today, I actually saw online that the FDA has approved of the 15-minute testing for the virus. I don't know what, which testing it is, whether it was... I'd say the blood one, like like it's like a diabetic one almost. I am not sure. All I saw was just a headline. It was just a recap of what was going on for the, for updates for the, the virus. I mean, that's the lung one's heart or anything that's not uh, lung based is going to be difficult because Mm -hmm. the virus doesn't break down and start to spread into the rest of your body until that second week, because the second week is when the virus actually blooms out and starts spreading into the rest of your body. Mm -hmm. And the it's it's just that stuff like that, you're not actually going to show any positives until about a week and a half, two weeks into already having it. So you could get a negative when you are actually positive again. That's okay, another yeah, one of those scenarios. The the blood one, like the 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 prick one, is checking for antibodies because they're trying to discover what the antibodies look like. Mm-hmm. I believe. So um, yeah, like it the the big danger behind this virus isn't even the virus. Um, so the pneumonia is dangerous, but most people can survive that. Um, and there is another thing that can happen is you can get swelling around your heart because of the disease. The big danger behind all of this is the fact that, you know, you spend about two, three weeks with your immune system attacking this super aggressive and not actually doing anything. So your immune system just starts getting infected too. By the time you know the infection's over, your immune system is just destroyed. The danger is that after the virus goes away, something else steps in and something like the common cold can then kill you because you don't have an immune system anymore. Isn't that how the AIDS virus is too? It just destroys your immune system and then something yep. else is what actually kills you? Yep. So yeah, that basically anything like this, uh, it's just, it attacks your immune system 
Um, and that's one of the big dangers behind this is since it can actually infect your immune system, it'll just make your immune system start attacking your immune system, which makes it just go haywire. It's, clan and it's wars. not great. Yeah, basically, it, it's just a whole civil war going on inside your body. And then something else steps in, you know, like the flu or the common cold or some other infection of some sort steps in and it can just destroy your body because there's nothing to fight it. So something that, you know, like, say last year's flu that you already got the, you know, your shots for and you're okay about your body won't even be able to fight it because your body's already so busy trying to fight something else or it's already just like so depleted and worn because of that. And one of the other big issues with this is even if you make it through just fine, they've already shown that there is an after effect to this virus because it's such a heavy, heavy pneumonia. It leaves scar tissue in your lungs. Oh, So people like any athletes who get infected or anything like that, you're going to have scar tissue, which is going to make it harder to do anything physically active. Hmm. So That's there's they, yeah. they just cleared the two jazz players. Mm-hmm. Well, so. it's it's one of those things that if you don't get hit by it that hard, you'll be fine. If the mm-hmm. pneumonia is not that bad, you'll be fine. But if you do get hit by it pretty hard, you will have problems with it. And it's just depends on person to person. Someone who's completely healthy could still get a bad version of the pneumonia that could have very long lasting effects. But like people who already have immune deficiencies and are at more risk of it will most likely have long term effects. And it's it's just sad because like uh, younger people who think they're fine, even if you do get it, which you're probably going to like your chances at this point are basically 100 percent. If you get it, you can get the pneumonia bad and then have life like lifelong effects afterwards because of it. Damn. Yeah, it's. It's just the fact that, like, if you have a good healthcare system and something that can support you, you'll probably be fine. As long as you can, you know, stride through it just fine. Even if the pneumonia is bad, you can get through it pretty easily. As long as your healthcare system can support you, you'll do okay. But if everybody gets the virus at the same time and everybody goes to the hospital at the same time, hospitals will not be able to keep up with the people. Yep. It's what happened in Italy, and then Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of hospitals are retrofitting a lot of their rooms to be ICUs so they can increase just for that. Um, It's it's really unfortunate because Italy is actually having to turn away people over 60 now because they just can't help them. They have Mm -hmm. to worry about the people that they know for sure they can save and that will survive this. But there's... They, they've said it straight up. They're just like, well, we, we have to prioritize and worry about it because we already can't house the people that are coming in. Um, it's, it's really sad and it's really unfortunate, but there's not much stepping in for support because every other country is worrying about this too. Uh, though I will say China has been amazing with this. China has not only sent over supplies and help, they've sent over doctors who have actually you know already been through all this who will be mm-hmm. able to support through this. They're all yeah. over in Italy right now helping with all of this. And it was it was just an amazing thing to see that China like just sent out people. They're like, you guys are having a really hard time with this. Not only do we have supplies, but we have experienced people. Here you go. Yeah, That's- like so it was kind of crazy. Like when I found out this week that, you know, we hit 80,000 confirmed <laughs> cases and then we were all of a sudden the world leader in it. And I was like, no really i thought like you know <laughs> hey guys had more yeah, you know like, trump trump did good trump made us number one again <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i was yeah, just like that's a whole and then all of a sudden like what two days later it was at a hundred thousand i was like man this is really growing that's and the thing is we're doing like, testing now yeah and then it's just amazing that uh you know like china and italy who had these big problems they didn't touch those numbers Mm -hmm. and that was just what was just really really flabbergasting to me yeah it's It's like like we're not having if you look at it yeah if you look at it china's got you know a huge country a huge population and they are they kept it at about eighty thousand. now 
I'm not sure on how number accurate that is. It seems weird that they haven't grown really any infection whatsoever, but I've got my own theories, but I'll yeah. keep them to myself on but, that. But that's one thing, you know, I'm just going to say they've been pretty good about it lately. Um, maybe the last week or two, I'm not sure on the numbers, but they haven't really increased too much. Uh, but if you look at Italy, Italy has a tiny population in comparison to us and China, and they're trailing right behind us number wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're getting close to that 100,000 mark. That's quite a bit. And then the U.S., like, we just got the virus really in the U.S. for like a month now. And we're already up to what? Like, let me check the numbers again. But yeah, we're yeah, up to 120, 123,000 right now confirmed Ooh. cases. And that's just absolutely crazy. Like, we're, the U.S. has not been doing anything really to try to curb any of this i will say that some states are doing really good individually uh new york is doing really good now but they should have been a little bit more proactive california washington are in the same circumstances but to be fair they were the first ones hit with it but like i gotta say i don't know what other states are doing utah is doing some amazing work with everything they're doing right now really enforcing all of this really pushing a lot of this to keep the social distancing Keep yourself safe. If you have any symptoms, go get tested. I will say that they're not doing enough testing in Utah and they're not giving enough people the opportunity to test, but they're doing a lot to be proactive about it beforehand. So, yeah, well, for the most part, for people I've been seeing, most of the population I've been seeing around me, they're not really social distancing. Which yeah, sucks. it's had, you know, it, population wise, Utah's being stupid, but government wise, they're being really smart. Yeah, it's like one of the things you got to realize is, is with well, the restaurants all shut down yep. and I've specifically been trying to shop individual or not. Well, I guess shop um, the individual like local places just mm-hmm. because I want to keep the money here, not yeah. some big old chain. Um <laughs> Like, like, I, like, oh, I wanted to go businesses. get a used game at GameStop. I was like, no, because <laughs> they're <were> being stupid. <laughs> um, but I was like, yeah, let's do you know the regular stuff. Try and and do Uber Eats, and I'm I'm trying to tip extra um, as much mm-hmm. as I can for the driver. Because talking with one driver, he normally just does the Uber ride, um, but yep. he's not making any money from it because no one's taking Uber or Lyft. Mm-hmm. So he had to do the Uber Eats. And I was like, well, I, and then I just handed him another tip right there. I was like, hey, you know, thanks for your help, blah, blah, blah. And they've been pretty fast about it. It's just um, yeah. usually I can't get away. But I had one guy, um, he was picking up a freezer. He backed up uh, to the dock at our warehouse and he showed me, he didn't even talk really. He just showed me his ID. So I saw his name. And he was in a full, like, I guess, you know, I, I can't say plague outfit, but like, you know, contagion outfit, you know, yeah. the, the whole scrub, the mask, face shield, the gloves, the respirator, just mm-hmm. picking this up. And he kept it 20 feet from me. Um, so when like I asked him a question, a yes or no question, you just do a grunt and help them out with that. And mm-hmm. I didn't even give him the pen to sign the paper that he picked it up. I just put an X on for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair but it's it's you know honestly sad because if you were to do anything like this normally people would think you're absolutely nuts <laughs> but doing it now it's like people think you're nuts if you're not trying to be preventative about anything and it, it's funny because everybody laughs at all these preppers and everything and a lot of people don't understand the whole point of prepping is to be ready for any circumstance if something does happen it's not saying that something is going to happen. It's just saying if something does happen. Because yeah, if you were in... prepped, you wouldn't mm-hmm. have had to buy all this stuff. Yep. Like everyone went insane and bought everything all at once. Yeah. Like me personally, I always try to keep, you know, at least two months worth of food in my house. Mm-hmm. At least I have my bug out bags in case anything happens. I have supplies at home to keep warm, keep water, keep all that stuff. But like, I, it just comes from living in a state like Maine. You have natural disasters like snowstorms that make it so you can't leave your house. You have no electricity for weeks. Sometimes heat is really hard to get across. Sometimes like there's just stuff that happens 
and you've got to be ready for it. I need to drop a case of Otter Pops at your house. (laughs) Uh, Because I know you don't have that, and I know I have probably at least three cases here. Wow. Okay, as long as I can put them underneath my UV light and you keep that social distancing. (laughs) Oh, you've got a UV light? (laughs) Oh, yeah, between uh, UV lights, I've got HEPA filters just because. I've got ionizers because that actually does kill it. And tons of hydrogen peroxide. And none of you will get my address because I don't need to be raided. <laughs> I'll just give it to Carly and she'll drive down there. Yeah, but no, no like... I, I I already had ionizers and stuff because I like to, you know, keep my air clean generally. Mm-hmm. And I have tons of hydrogen peroxide and cleaning products because I like to, you know, keep stuff somewhat clean. But like this whole thing, I was like, yeah, UV lights are needed for this. That's the only guaranteed thing to kill it right now. So, yeah, got some of those. I don't have any UV. I'll just stand out in the sunlight and get the UV. <laughs> well, that's that's the, cancer. that's the thing. I saw a lot of people like buying up black lights and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, I got some UV lights to help kill. I'm like, you that's do know fun. that you need medical grade UV it's a certain frequency that kills Black it. Lights. Yeah, you, you need no, UV seen lights. See is the mess they made. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> That's yeah. The only thing. I was like, the nor- the UV lights you need are going to have a blue tinge to them and they're going to make the air smell like it's a thunderstorm outside, like in your house kind of thing. Like the UV lights are UVC rated. You can't just get any UV light and call it good. It's not going to kill anything. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. But some people just don't do enough research and they're like, oh, UV lights will do it. I'm just going to buy some from the dollar store. (laughs) So great. There's a lot of people that don't do a lot of research and there's a lot of, you know, websites that give false information. Like growing up, if you if you resourced uh, Wikipedia on your report, Mm -hmm. you got an automatic F. Yeah. And now everyone does it. So because mm-hmm. wikipedia is user submitted you, i don't know if it still has it but it used it's, to say mormons had horns it's user submitted oh, but you need citation and sources for everything now and it is checked on a regular basis oh, okay. um but you yeah, never heard no, that right Wikipedia's pretty good no yeah like that's literally it would say uh mm. mormons had horns yep it's fucking great <laughs> But it, it's just funny, like, no one does their research whatsoever. It's like everybody who's like, oh, use Lysol, use Purell. It's like, you know that both of those companies have said that their products do not kill the disease. It does not no, kill it. Water. Soap, the only reason oh, yeah, that yeah, any soap kind it. of works. It. Yeah, Same so thing is only, gone with bed bugs. Yeah, it's, it's like the only reason that soap kills it. And people have to be very careful because it's not 100%. There's a good chance that a lot is still going to be left over. The only reason that soap or any kind of products like that kill it is because it breaks down the actual material that the outer walls of the virus is made of. It's basically just a fat molecule and soap breaks down fat. But it's not 100% guaranteed. If I put soap, like if I put a little droplet of fat inside of soap, it's not going to break it all down immediately and kill it. Still going to be plenty left over. It's got to sit on that for surface for a long yeah. time. And then correction, it's not bed bugs. It's uh, box elder bugs. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I said bed bugs, but yeah, Dawn. <laughs> Dawn's bad for box elder bugs because it, it breaks up like their shell and everything. <laughs> I never heard so of that. They can't survive. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's so if like it's a nice, easy treatment or if you've got it, you could just mix a little Dawn and water in a soap thing and just spray it where they're coming. It's not a permanent solution. Mm-hmm. It's more temporary, more like a deterrent. Is it your your local pest control company to take care <laughs> of it and get rid of that stupid box elder pine tree that's in your backyard that's causing it? Ugh, those things are the worst in Utah. I hate that. Oh no, no, there's this house. Uh, they they refused to get rid of the trees, and we had to go oh, God. every other week to treat that house. Jeez. And like I covered that place in our chemicals, and it was doing the job. It's just they wouldn't get rid of the trees. It's so stupid. Utah's so bad for that too. Utahns and their trees. Oh, the tree looks nice. Gotta keep it. Oh, my grass looks nice. Gotta have my grass looking nice. That box elder tree looks horrible. I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. Keep it out in the woods. But yeah, no. 
it's just nuts. Like all, all <laughs> this is absolutely crazy. Like it's just of all times, like everything has just been nuts this year between the disease making everything absolutely nuts. We've got the earthquake that just happened in Utah. There was that huge earthquake that happened between what was it between Hawaii and Japan? Or I think, no, I think oh, yeah, between, I heard about that yeah, they had like, yeah, it was between Russia and Japan, but they had tsunami warnings in Honolulu. You know, Russia, Japan, Hawaii, and they called off the ones for Hawaii, but they had that huge tsunami that happened. There's tornadoes that have been ravaging through the US right now, which has been nuts. And yeah, then like Ohio, right? Yeah, <laughs> it, it's been like, it just killed seven people that, like, yeah, it was absolutely nuts. The tornadoes have been crazy so far but apparently like the mayans were off by eight years it wasn't 2012 it was 2020 because <laughs> this shit's coming down right now oh my gosh but yeah it's like everything has just been hitting worldwide and just crazy right now and, and then everyone was saying you know hey i don't have 2020 vision <laughs> like that whole joke that was going on last year is like hey what are you doing next month i don't know i don't have 2020 vision they really didn't because <laughs> what what was April going to throw at us, huh? Yeah, seriously. Like it, it's just one month after another right now. Just crazy things going on. It, I'm just I'm scared because like population wise, this disease has been killing a lot of people. What's it going to do to the population afterwards? Like where, well, everything wise and everything. Like everything, like, you know, people that work remote now were always told they had to come to the office, but yet yeah. they're still doing their job remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah. can save businesses hundreds, you know, well, not hundreds of thousands of dollars by not having to make an office for them, mm-hmm. uh, not having to pay gas expense for them. Yeah. Um, the way we actually look at socializing with uh, with contact, like I was noticing, you know, kind of things today is like just this is my sci-fi thing. Jedi, they don't hug, you know, <laughs> they're not they're not spraying the disease that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's literally a, a society changer. Well, like I think it's different. I think it's funny because for the longest time, they're always like social media is horrible for you. Any kind of contact like that is horrible. You should be, you know, having face to face contact and, you know, actually getting, you know, within physical contact range of people because it's it's better for you mentally and your body just doesn't know how to understand anything like remote communication and all that. And I'm like, well, first off, being a gamer, being someone who's, you know, worked from home and worked remotely before, I could tell you that you don't necessarily need it. Don't get me wrong. It's nice to be around the people that you know and want to be around and have your friends be close by and have that physical interaction of some sort, but it's not completely necessary. Now everyone's like use social media, use video conferencing stuff. Uh, you know, for businesses, they're having like video lunch conferences now and all this. And it's like all the stuff they were saying that was bad for you. Now they're saying to use because it's good for you. It's a nuts. It's gonna be exactly like Demolition Man. You guys have seen Demolition Man, haven't you? No, I've never heard. No, of it. have you seen the like? There's a meme going around when all the toilet paper was gone. It's like, like it was saying, "Oh, they don't know how to use the three seashells." Did you see that meme? No, I haven't. <laughs> okay, well, that's from this movie. So, yeah, what, I don't know what year. It's in the future, and there's this big old earthquake that took out society, and it's all reformed kind of thing. There's mm-hmm. no physical contact. You're fine for physical contact. Mm-hmm. Um, like if okay. they're having sex, they have like these these virtual uh, reality. I was just reality headsets that you do with, and oh, then they the, don't have Sylvester Stallone three. one you were talking about, Ray? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, and you gotta watch it, Demolition Man, and check that out. John Wesley Snipes. Um, I think this was the film before he went to jail. Hmm. Unless that was uh, U.S. Marshals. Um, but then, yeah, like three seashells, no physical contact. And yeah, that's that's how our society is going to be. We're all going to go <laughs> to Taco Bell later on. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be funny because I know absolutely remote work is going to be such a big thing after this. And everybody who makes it through all of this is just going to be like, yep, 
uh, we're all going to be hypochondriacs now. We're all going to work from home. No physical contact. I don't want to go to any stores. Things should have to come to me. It's just going to be. Well, I don't know. Like Amazon's been crazy busy, but yeah, you know they're they're haven't done anything about the outbreaks and well, not exactly mm-hmm. outbreaks, but they've had numerous confirmed cases and they yeah. haven't really done much. They've like, oh, they took like a half hour break and clean stuff and then went back to work yeah it's it's not just there uh amazon is having this ups and fedex are both having this um and so has you know just the u.s postal service i know for a fact that the u.s postal service is putting out gloves uh i don't know if they're putting out face masks yet um there's been talk that they're going to start putting out like little the booty covers too and everything but there hasn't been much on that. They just put out like the whole hand washing thing like everybody else has. Um, but they I know they have started the social distancing there. I can tell you for a fact right now, Amazon, they can't. They can't do the social distancing just because of the way everything's spaced out. Um, yeah. Not only that, this is the first time in a long time that Amazon specifically hasn't been able to promise two day shipping. Yeah. yeah. Because if you a lot look of at it, Amazon's like three or four yeah. days. Most of the stuff that I would normally order, like just stuff that I order on a daily basis kind of thing, like for my coffee and all that is taking like a week now instead of one, two days. It's nuts. Well, I think they also are prioritizing medical stuff too. Yeah. On top of, so if you have a medical thing, it's probably still going to be next day. Mm -hmm. Um, But but... it's it's just nuts because like they've had such a huge influx. They just... They even their amazing infrastructure can't handle it. And you look at all these other companies like FedEx and UPS and just the regular postal surface, uh, DHL, all of them. They're struggling because not only can they not keep up with it, they're losing workers left and right. Because first off, no one wants to work in that environment because not only are they super busy right now, they don't have enough people. So that means that those people are doing extra work. So people are just quitting. You're also coming in with a lot of contact between things that other people have touched and with other people. So no one wants to work in that environment. So people are just quitting. People are just like, nope, I'm out. I'm done. Which just puts more work on those people, which makes things even slower. And that's happening with every infrastructure place. It's crazy. They're just like, yeah. Or they called in sick that one day and yeah. It's yeah. it's I guess they should have uh, approved Amazon to do those drones, huh? <laughs> yeah, Actually, seriously. UPS is looking into doing that right now. They they have confirmation of I think doing either some test runs or actually doing real stuff. But I remember there was an article um, talking about how they're starting to try to implement that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It, the only thing with that is at that point, those drones can only carry so much weight. So mm-hmm. they're still going to have to do a lot of regular transportation. And then you've got to worry about the people who have to take care of those drones, handle the drones, upkeep on them, maintenance workers, people who have to recover the drones if something happens. Just adds yeah. more people what anyway. What are you doing in my pool? <laughs> get off my lawn i know that was one of the big issues they were having is uh they were running into people who were like why is there a drone over my property shoots it down takes it down tries to take shots out of it. it's like all yeah. that stuff dumbass yeah. people so dove hunting is drone hunting <laughs> yeah, seriously well hey think about it birds birds aren't real so <laughs> oh yeah they're just spies from the government they're all yep. spies. i mean and I, they're, they're drones anyway it's keeping an eye on you <laughs> fortunately you made it so i can't fly around anymore though it's not gonna uh start traveling around the local neighborhood and watching on them too he'll walk around and just do his <laughs> say hello hello <laughs> it's cute yeah but biggest thing though is um before we wrap things up is just like for you listeners just just be smart um mm-hmm. you know take your precautions wash your hands constantly um 
if you can get a UV, a medical grade UV light, do something, you know, grab one so you can like at least, you know, shine it on your, your, uh, mail when you get it. Um, yeah. hydrogen you know, peroxide. As soon as you come back right. from the outside, you know, clean everything, um, coughing your elbow, take off your shoes. That's a take big off one. your shoes. Mm-hmm. Lots of things. You walk on a lot of stuff and you track it on inside. Like that's why, you know, you think that's annoying when you go to your friend's house and the mom wants you to take off the shoes. No, there's a reason for that. They don't want <laughs> all the piss that you walked in, in the bathroom mm-hmm. in that house. Mm-hmm. Um, Which does contain particulates of the virus. So <laughs> super fun. Oh, great. There goes my golden showers. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, really? <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks, Brandon. That's what we all wanted to hear right now. Oh, what a way to end the podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, on that really- note, <laughs> uh, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, go and hit that like, subscribe. Um, if you like how we did this rem- remote casting um, or casting this podcast, we'll probably be doing it the same way. I have probably, the most of the time, not been looking at my webcam. So <laughs> I've been trying to, I can't, it's hard. Um, he, if you're listening, not a on, big fan of like staring into your soul. So he's trying well, to like, it depends. Away. like if you go back to previous podcasts, when someone's saying something ridiculous, I'm just staring at <laughs> true. For, like, Very true. Things. Um, so is, and if you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, last FM, however you're doing it. Um, I believe, uh, Google Podcast now is the new thing. <laughs> I think it's not on Google Play or Google Music. Okay. Uh, you know, go ahead and share with your friends. Um, if you liked it, let us know. And, uh, you know, we will catch you guys next time.